I'm Mark Harding, and you're very welcome indeed to another hour and a bit of the very best in folk roots and acoustic music, and the more astute amongst you will have noticed that that is not, in fact, our usual signature tune. It is, in fact, a tune called Paddy in the Smoke, played by Mike McGoldrick and Desi Donnelly, two of Manchester's finest, and it comes from the Transatlantic Sessions album. You can check it out by going to the website. And why did I choose that, Paddy in the Smoke? Well, it's because this programme is devoted entirely to Paddy in the Smoke and Jock in the Smoke or Jock in the Bush or whatever. It's devoted to emigration and immigration and songs about such. It's come about because I was at the Costa del Folk Festival in Spain recently and Steve Jacobs, one of the lads who listens to this programme and also goes to the Costa del Folk, asked me had I ever done a programme on emigration. I said not on my own internet show, though I did do one for the BBC a couple of years back, which funnily enough was called Paddy in the Smoke. He said, well, have a look, it's probably worth a shot. And I did, at his suggestion, look, and there are literally hundreds and hundreds of songs and pieces of music about emigration and immigration, about people being forced to leave their native home through starvation or being driven from the land, as they were during the Highland Clearances. And in fact, I wouldn't be here sitting, talking to you in a studio in the Yorkshire Dales if it wasn't for the fact that the Irish side of my family, that's on my mother's side, came over here looking for work in the early years of the 20th century. And that's how I ended up... Well, I'm called Harding because my dad was English, but my mum was of stock that came from Dublin City and from Ross Cray in County Tipperary. But I'm going to begin with a song which isn't about emigration from Ireland or Scotland or England to somewhere like America or Australia or Canada. It's about emigration across a land border, in this case from Mexico into the United States. And the song is by Tom Russell, and it asks that very pertinent question about what you do if you get rid of all your immigrants, the people who do all the shoveling and all the cleaning and all the looking after the old and the young. Here's Tom Russell with Who's Gonna Build Your Wall? And who's gonna build your wall? Who's gonna build? 
got fundamentalist Muslims, we got fundamentalist Jews, we got fundamentalist Christians, they'll blow the whole thing up for you. But as I travel around this big old world, there's one thing that I most fear. It's a white man in a golf shirt with a cell phone in his ear. Tom Russell anthology that was Who's Gonna Build Your Wall Now the great famines of the mid-19th century in Ireland when ships full of corn rode at anchor in the Cove of Cork and yet people died in the ditches in the thousands, their mouths full of grass which they'd been trying to eat the only sustenance they could find the potatoes had failed for several years in a run and there was nothing else for them to eat My grandmother told me that Queen Victoria opposed helping the Irish because she said it would make them feckless. Some people did, of course. The Quakers came over to Ireland and did help the people there and didn't ask for anything in return. But a lot of other people came and expected them to become Protestants. Taking the Protestant soup was a phrase which fell into common parlance. The population of Ireland fell with death and emigration from 8 million to 4 million in the period of the potato famine. Is one of the great emigration ballads sung by that master of traditional song, Paul Brady. This is Paddy's Green Shamrock Shaw. And 
twice the world to become rude boys who dwell on that same ground. If fortunate ever should favor me, or I to have money in store, I'll come back and I'll wed the wheel as I left on Paddy's green shamrock shore. Well, we sailed three days, we were all seasick, not a man on board was free. We were all confined on two hour bunks with no one to pity for me. No father dear nor mother kind to hold up my head when it was sore. Which made me think more of the lassie I left on Paddy's green shamrock shore. Safely reached the other side in three and twenty days. We were taken as passengers by a man and led round in six different ways. We each of us drank a parting glass in case we might never meet more. We drank a health to old Ireland and Paddy's green shamrock shore. So fare thee well, sweet Liza dear, and likewise to Derry Town. And twice farewell to me comrade boys who dwell on that same. If fortunate ever should favor me, or I to have money in store, I'll come back and I'll wed the wheel I see I left on Paddy's green shamrock shore.
that comes from a classic Paul Brady album, Welcome Here, Kind Stranger, which has also got a brilliant version of The Lakes of Pontchartrain on it, another song about a migrant. That was Paddy's Green Shamrock Shore, Paul Brady, of course. Now, this next song is called When First I Came to Caledonia, from Martin Simpson's album Kind Letters. And the Caledonia in the song is not Caledonia as Scotland. The song comes from Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia, which is where hundreds and thousands of Scots emigrants ended up in Canada. And it refers to the Caledonia coal mines in Glace Bay. Number three is one of the pits there. This is one of the few songs I know that mentions going to the store to buy some tea. Is Martin Simpson's beautiful version of When First I Came to Caledonia. Might be 
While sailing over the deepest water Their woman's love would not trouble me And I'd set my head to a cask of brandy It's a dandy I do declare For it's when I'm drinking I'm so out again First, I came to Caledonia, Martin Simpson, from his album Kind Letters, as well as the thousands and hundreds of thousands of Scots and Irish that ended up in Canada. Of course, many, many French emigrants ended up there as well. In fact, I read on Wikipedia, I don't know if it's true, but I read there that French Canadians comprise 22% of the population of Canada. They took with them and kept alive their language, music and culture and enriched Canada far more than Coca-Cola and I Love Lucy, but that may be just my opinion. La Bottine Souriante, one of the great Québécois bands. Wonderful, wonderful music. I've soldiered with these guys on numerous stages throughout the United Kingdom. From their album Cordial, here are the Laughing Boot Boys with a great set of tunes called Set à Hubert, which I presume translates as Hubert's Set.
La Bottine Sochiante with Set a Uber. That comes from their album Cordial. Now, you could get to Australia for £10. When I was a kid growing up in Manchester, they used to call them the £10 tourists down under when people arrived there. A lot of people got there for a loaf of bread, though. During Victorian times, they got transported. I was travelling around Clare a number of years ago, and a guy called Nacy Cleary, who was the village schoolmaster, had just started a museum of Irish ancestry in Corrafin, and he showed me some of the records there. And I found one of a young boy who was transported to Australia for stealing a handkerchief. Anyway, when the settlers got to Australia, of course they made a home and made a new kind of music with echoes of England, Scotland, Ireland or Wales. Some of their songs have gone on to become classic, serious songs, and some have got that quirky Australian humour that marks it different from any other kind of humour in the world. I'm going to play you two songs back-to-back. In a moment, you're going to hear a serious version of The Wild Colonial Boy, which is sung in Ireland as much as in Australia. Of course, it's a great bush ranger ballad, and I've chosen a version sung by Dr Hook, would you believe? Well, first of all, here's Bert Lloyd, whalerman, drover, sheep shearer and song collector who spent a lot of time in Australia with a story of Australia's own version of that hero of my childhood comic days, Desperate Dan. This is Bluey Brink. Was a sheriff be named Bluey Brink. A devil for work and a devil for drink. He could shear his hundred a day without fear and drink without winking for a gallon of beer. Now, Jimmy the barman who served out the drink, he hated the sight of this here Bluey Brink. Who stayed much too late and he come much too soon That evening, at morning, at night and at noon One morning this Jimmy was cleaning the bar With sulfuric acid he kept in the jar Old Bluey come yelling and bawling with thirst Whatever you got Jim just hand me the purse It ain't put in print But Bluey drank acid With never a wink Saying that's the stuff Jimmy Will strike me stone dead This'll make me the ringer Of Stevenson's shake Now all that long day As he served out the beer Poor Jimmy was sick With his trouble and fear Too worried to argue Too anxious to fight Seeing the shearer a corpse in its pride. Now early next morning he opened the door And along came the shearer asking for more With his eyebrows all singed and his whiskers deranged And holes in his hide like a dog with the mange Jimmy, and how did you find the new stuff? Says Bluey, it's fine, but I ain't had enough. It gives me great courage to share and to fight. But why does that stuff set me whiskers alight? 
I thought I knew drink, but I must have been wrong. For what you just give me was proper and strong. It set me to coughing, and you know I'm no liar. And every cough set me whiskers on fire. A wild colonial boy, Jack Doolin was his name. Of poor but honest parents, he was born near Castle, Maine. He was his father's only son and his mother's pride and joy. So dearly did his parents love their wild colonial boy barely 16 years of age he first began to roam and found Australia's sunny shores and called it his true home he robbed the wealthy Squatters, their assets to destroy. A terror to the rich ones was the wild colonial boy. Back in 1861, began his wild career with a head that knew no danger and a heart that held no fear he held the mudgy male coach up and he shot judge mcavoy a curse to every copper was the wild colonial boy Brought him to the 
the ground Then turning round from Davis' gun Received his mortal wound A bullet pierced his proud young heart From the pistol of Fitzroy And that's the way they captured him The wild colonial boy Yes, that's the way they captured him the wild colonial boy. Dr. Hook there from the album A Little Bit More with the traditional ballad of The Wild Colonial Boy. Before that, you heard Bluey Brink from Bert Lloyd's album Australian Bush Songs. And I do like to think that Bert would have enjoyed the contrast between the two versions of two great Australian songs there. If you've just joined us, by the way, this programme is devoted entirely to songs about emigration, immigration and migration. The next song is called The Isle of France and it's from Jackie Oates' album Hyperboreans. It's a song about a convict being returned, we presume, to Ireland and he ends up being wrecked on the Isle of France, which is one of the old names for Mauritius. It lies in the Indian Ocean east of Madagascar. Well, France, it seems, seized Mauritius in 1715 and renamed it the Isle of France. Then British forces occupied the island in 1810 and it was ceded to Britain after the defeat of Napoleon. That's how the sailor ended up there when he was wrecked on its shore. He's on his way back from Australia after having served his time in penal servitude. Here's a little bit of useless information. One of my great ancestors on my grandmother Quinlan's side was deported from Australia back to Ireland, back to Ross Cray in Tipperary, for stabbing a man who tried to rape her. I come from fairly good stock, I like to think. Here's Jackie Oates with... The Isle of France. Oh, the sky was dark and the night advanced when a convict came to the Isle of France, and around his leg was a ring and chain, and his country was of the shamrock green. I'm from the shamrock, this convict cried That has been tossed on the ocean wide For being unruly, I do declare I was doomed to transport these seven long years When six of them, they were up and past I was coming home to make up the last When the winds did blow and the seas did roar They cast me here on this foreign Played a part 
Hyperboreans, that's Jackie Oates with the Isle of France. Beautiful version of a song that was, I think, brought into the canon by Nick Jones way, way back. He did a beautiful version of it, and a lot of people have taken that tune and taken his rendition and gone with it. None better than Jackie there. Brilliant album, that. If you don't know her stuff, you must get and listen to some of it because she's a wonderful singer, and she's got that great soul and great feeling for everything she does. Now, as I said at the beginning of the programme, there's a lot of internal migration as well within continents. And here's a song called Farewell to Bond County, sung by Jed Grimes on his album Heart and Hand. And it comes from West Virginia. Well, it was collected in West Virginia from a singer called Alan Waite. And it appears in the Samuel P. Bayard collection. It seems to be a version of the old song Farewell to Old Bedford. But Jed Grimes does a beautiful rendition of this one. Farewell to Bond County. It's a great separation, my friends, they've caused me. Bearing their spite that me favor was won A great separation like wise of vexation They shall be sorry for what they have done Eat, drink and be jolly and care not for folly Drown away sorrow in a bottle of wine Pass it to the boys in their full-flowing bumpers And play on the fiddle to pass away time Farewell to Bond County, I'm bound for to leave you Seek me heart's fortune in some foreign land Bottles and the glasses will be my greatest comfort And when we do meet, we'll join heart and hand Farewell to friends and my good old neighbours Likewise the girl that I'll never see more The world it is wide and I'll spend it in pleasure See what befalls me on some foreign shore Eat, drink and be jolly and care not for folly 
traditional song Farewell to Bond County which as I said comes from the Appalachians comes from West Virginia and that's from his album Heart and Hand now I think it was last year that Jennifer Byrne, young Scots singer brought out an album called Suitcase of Paper which contained quite a lot of her own songs including the title song, she's from Irish stock, emigrated into Scotland and the album does reflect upon well the name obviously Suitcase of Paper is about those very cheap suitcases the Irish labourers ended up emigrating with. On her album, she sings a wonderful, wonderful version of the Boo Hewardine song, Ellis Island Blues. Ellis Island, as many of you will know, was the first port of landing for so many hundreds of thousands of emigrants from Europe who were going to the new world looking for a new and a better life. This is Jennifer Byrne here with, like I say, an absolutely wonderful version of the Boo Hewardine song. Ellis Island Blues. They can't say my name, so they've called me John Doe. Told me stand in this line, but I don't know where it goes. I can't see liberty, but I'm feeling the cold of the yellow silence. From the old world of butcher my trade And I got the wrong religion So I had to go away My life on my back And the dress in Hell's Kitchen And the yellow silent blues Three weeks at sea I was sick as a dog And while I was sleeping my father's watch So now I tell the time I have sun and the moon And the other silent blues Oh goodbye my first flame I won't see you again One day I might find I've forgotten your name But never the sand of love sweat on your breath 
Ellis Island Blues from our album Suitcase of Paper. Great version of a Boo Hewardine song, one of our finest singer-songwriters. Now I'm going to play two American songs back-to-back here which refer to migration in one way or another. In a few moments you're going to hear Ry Kuda singing Do Re Mi, the Woody Guthrie song about the Dust Bowl and the migrants making their way to California, hoping to find a better life, only to be turned away by the sheriffs. But before that, I'm going to play another Woody Guthrie song, and this is a song which I remember singing with an old mate of mine, Tony Downs in Manchester, years ago. Deeply affected me then, and it affects me deeply every time I hear it now. It's about a group of Mexican fruit pickers that were, some of them, illegal immigrants, and some of them just weren't wanted because the harvest was no good, because prices had slumped through the floor and the fruit growers couldn't sell their crops. So they deported a whole wave of Mexicans, threw them into aeroplanes and flew them out of the county. One of the planes hit a mountain, everybody on board was killed, and when one of the local radio announcers broadcast the news on the radio, he said they were only deportees. That inspired Woody Guthrie to write a song of great humanity, great depth and great love. So first you're going to hear Judy Collins with Plane Wreck at Los Gatos, otherwise known as Deportees, and that's going to be followed by Do Re Mi from Raikuda. The crops are all in and the peaches are rotting The oranges are piled in their creosote dumps You're flying them back to It takes all their money to wait back again. Goodbye to my one, goodbye, Rosalita. Adios, mis amigos, Jesus y Maria. took all the money he made in his life 
My sisters and brothers come work in the fruit fields. Rode that truck till they went down and died. Some of us are illegal and others not wanted. Our work contracts out and we have to move on. Six hundred miles to that Mexican border. They chase us like rustlers, like outlaws, like thieves. Goodbye to my one, goodbye, Rosalita. Adios, mis amigos, Jesus y Maria.
from his album Raikuda and Corridos Famosas, live at the Great American Music Hall. And before that you heard Judy Collins from an album called A Tribute to Woody Guthrie with a song called Deportees, brackets, plane wreck at Los Gatos. If you want any information, by the way, you people who are listening on the airwaves, about anything you hear on this show at all, just go to the website, 3wsmikehardinfolkshow.com and you'll find a complete track listing there and you'll also find links through to all the various artists that have ever appeared on the programme. Most of the links are live. We are working very hard to make sure that at some time they will all be live and you just click on them and it'll take you straight through to the artist's website. So 3wsmikehardinfolkshow.com. Loads of things to see on there. Have a wander around, have a look at the Hall of Fame and the gallery of photographs of famous and infamous folkies And you can also sign the guest book, if you don't mind, and tell us where you're listening from, because that's great. It would be lovely to know that people are listening out there in Wagga Wagga or Fremantle or Ontario or wherever. 
Now, when I was a kid growing up in Manchester, you would see signs occasionally in some of the boarding house windows saying, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish. That's in the 1960s, I'm talking about late 1950s. No blacks, no dogs, no Irish. They didn't want them in the houses. Mick Maloney, in an album far from the Shamrock Shore, sung a comic song called No Irish Need Apply, which turns the tables somewhat on that kind of racism. And here it is. I am a decent Irish man, just come from Ballyfad. Oh, I want a situation and I want it mighty bad. A position I saw advertised, is a thing for me, says I. With a dirty spalpeen ended with no Irish need apply. Oh, says I, but that's an insult, but to get this place I'll try. So I went to see the blackguard with no Irish need apply. While some may think it's a misfortune to be christened Father Dan, but to me it is an honor to be born an Irish man. Well, I started out to find this chap, I found him mighty soon. He was seated in the corner, he was reading the Tribune. When I told him what I came for, he in a rage did fly. And he says, you are a paddy and no Irish need apply. Then I felt me down the horizon that I'd like to black his eye. To tell the decent gentleman, no Irish need apply. Well, some may think it a misfortune to be christened Pat or Dad, but to me it is an honour to be born an Irish man. Well, I couldn't stand his nonsense, so I howled at him I took, and I gave him such a baiting as he'd get in Donnybrook. And he hollered me a murder, and to get away to try, and he swore he'd never write again. No Irish need apply. He made a big apology. I bid him then goodbye. Saying when next you want a bait and right, no Irish need apply. Well, some may think it a misfortune to be christened Pat or Dad, but to me it is an honor to be born an Irish man. Well, I've heard that in America it always is the plan That an Irishman is just as good as any other man A home and hospitality they never will deny To strangers here or ever right, no Irish need apply Ah, but some black sheep are in the flock, a dirty lot says I A decent man will never write no Irish need apply Well, some may think it a misfortune To be christened Pat or Dan But to me it is an honour To be born an Irish man Now old Ireland on the battlefield A lasting fame is made You all have heard of Maher's men And Corcoran's brigade Though fools may flout and bigots rave, fanatics they may cry, 
But when they want good fighting men, the Irish may apply. And when for freedom and for right they raise the battle cry, those rebel ranks will surely think no Irish need apply. Well, some may think it a misfortune to be christened Pat or Dan, but to me it is an honour to be born an Irish man. No Irish need apply. Mick Maloney, the album Far From The Shamrock Shore. Now, the Scots who went to Nova Scotia and Newfoundland took their own music with them, of course, and wrote music over there, wrote ballads, wrote tunes, created, as they always do when working people get together and want to dance, want to sing, they make their own music. song here that was collected from Eddie Primroy of Pouch Cove, Newfoundland. It's called The Star of Belle Isle, and Archie Fisher does a beautiful version of it on his album Windward Way. One of Scotland's great singers, great songwriters, and of course Archie Fisher is also one of Scotland's great folkies. One evening for pleasure I rambled To view the fair fields all alone down by the banks of green Erin where beauty and pleasure are known and the fair maid I spied at her labors which caused me to stay for a while I thought her the goddess of beauty the blooming bright star Belle Isle I humbled myself to her beauty Fair maiden where do you belong Are you from the heavens descended Abiding in Cupid's fair throne Young man I will tell you a secret Tis true I'm a maid that is poor But to part from my vow and my promise Tis more than my heart can endure So here I'll remain at my labors And suffer all hardships and toil And wait for the land that has left me all alone on the banks of Belle Young maiden, I mean not to venture. Tis true, I came here in disguise, but I came to fulfill my last promise and hoped to give you surprise for I vow you're the maid I love dearly you've been in my heart all the while for me there is no other damsel than the blooming bright star Bell 
Now when this young couple are married And walk through this life hand in hand May the great God in heaven protect them And bring them all peace in the land May the great God in heaven protect them Loyalty be theirs all the while, and honey sweeten the comforts of the bluebird star. The Star of Belle Isle from Archie Fisher's album Windward Way. Now, wherever they ended up in the world, English, Scots and Irish immigrants, French immigrants too, though they might have lost a lot of things, never lost their sense of humour. I remember when I was working on the building sites in Manchester as a young shaver, some of the Irish lads there, the stuff they came out with, the crack, was always fantastic. Building site humour was a humour all of its own. I remember one particular joke. It won't sound very funny if I tell it you now, but I'll tell it you nonetheless. The fellow working on a building site goes up to the foreman and says... I need a new wheelbarrow. Why do you need a new wheelbarrow? The foreman asks. He says because this one has got something wrong with the wheel. He keeps going, click, click, click. He said, you sacked. He said, why? He said, it should be going click, 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 click. You had to be there. Dowry Farrell on his album The First Turn sings what for me is one of the best songs about men working on building sites ever. It's called The Mickey Dam. Mickey Dam. 
bums were stopping in what they call the Navi Huts. And the bums and fleas lives in the bends as being as coconuts. And on Saturday night when I get there, I'll stand behind the door. And as they march in one by one, I'll bash them to the floor. For I'm as strong as any lion, I was rare and eggs and ham. I'm a terror to all fighting men around the Mickey Dam. I'm as strong as any lion, I was rare and eggs and ham. I'm a terror to all fighting men around the Mickey Dam. Who love that image of the bedbugs and fleas being as big as coconuts? That was the Mickey Dam from Dowry Farrell's album The First Turn. Now, there's a great melding of music that happened, particularly in the Appalachian Mountains of America, where you've got lots of Scots, Irish, and English emigrants going, taking their music with them, concertinas, melodians, and fiddles, tin whistles, or whatever. And you've got this great blending of music, old-timey music, for example, and bluegrass have got their roots in Irish, Scots and English music. And Cecil Sharp actually went to the Appalachian Mountains and collected pure versions of English folk songs there, in the southern mountains in particular. Well, here's a version of a tune that is known in Ireland as St Ansreel and is known in some parts of the Appalachian Mountains to old-timey players as Stan's Reel. On an album called Bringing It All Back Home, Ricky Skaggs, Paddy Glackin and Mark O'Connor weave in and out of each other's traditions and I think they do it beautifully. Here it's called St Ansreel and not Stan's Reel. <laughs> <laughs>
Ricky Skaggs, Paddy Larkin, Mark O'Connor there with St. Anne's Real from the album Bringing It All Back Home, which is an album very much about emigration and about the Irish roots of American music. Now, some of the most beautiful ballads ever came out of the bush of Australia. You think of the bush poets like Henry Lawson and Banjo Patterson. When I was over there in Australia, I got familiar to some extent with their work, with their great poetry. And, of course, you've got emigrant writers like Eric Bogle, who've produced such classics as Now I'm Easy and the band played Waltz in Matilda. Well, Hugh MacDonald of that great Australian band Red Gum wrote, I think, one of the most beautiful Australian songs of all time, The Diamond Tina Drover, been covered by lots of people, including the great Christy Moore. But here's a version from a band from Sligo and America, The Unwanted, from their album Music from the Atlantic Fringe. Here's their beautiful version of The Diamond Tina Drover. Lead vocals, Shamie O'Dowd. <laughs> in the photograph are fading I can't believe he looked so much like me For it's ten long years today Since I left from old Cork station And I won't be back Till the drove is done For the rain never falls On the dusty diamond tina Then Drover finds it hard To change his mind For the years have passed and gone like the dress at Old Cork Station And I won't be back Till the drove is done It seems to me the sun Comes up each morning Sets me up and takes it all away By campfire light Ends with the coming of the day For the rain never falls On the dusty diamond tina The drover finds his heart To change his mind for the years have passed and gone Like the dress at old Cork Station And I won't be back till the drone is done 
I sometimes think that I'll return to Sydney But it's been so long And it's hard to change my mind For the cattle trail goes on and on The fences last forever And I won't be back when the drove is done Farther in never falls On the dusty diamond chamber And over finds his heart to change his mind For the years the past and gone like the dress at Old Cork Station And I won't be back Till the drone is done Father in never falls On the dusty diamond team The drover finds it hard To change his mind And I won't be back till the drove is done. No, I won't be back till the drone is done. No, I won't be back when the drove is done. The Diamantina Drover from the album. Music from the Atlantic Fringe, the band The Unwanted, a wonderful, wonderful trio, Rick Epping, Shamie O'Dowd and Cathy Jordan. Now, there's all kinds of emigration and migration. A few people today know that between 1854 and 1929, more than a quarter of a million orphans and unwanted children were taken out of New York City and given away at train stations across America. I'll say that again. They were given away at train stations across America. They emptied the orphanages, put them on these trains, just stopped at a rail halt somewhere and said, anybody want some kids? Here they are. This is a song that never fails to produce a tear and more in my eyes. It's called Rider on an Orphan Train, written by David Massengill. And when I played this on the BBC programme that I used to do many years back, I had hundreds and hundreds of emails and letters from people who've been deeply affected by the song because they came from families that have been broken up in a similar circumstance. When I think of the two little boys in the song, one five years old and one three, I can't help but think of my own two grandchildren, Toby and Felix, and imagine it happening to them, and it really, really affects me very deeply. I think this is one of the most beautiful songs ever written. David Massengill here with Jack Hardy from the album The Folk Brothers Partners in Crime with Rider on an Orphan Train.
and Train. Jack Hardy and Dave Massengill from the album The Folk Brothers, Partners in Crime. Tom Russell, by the way, that I played at the head of the show, does a brilliant version of that song too. But I think there's something really, really elemental in David Massengill's version there of his own great song. I'm going to play you another Raikuda song, but this time not by Raikuda himself. It's called Across the Borderline, written by Raikuda, Luther Dickinson and John Hyatt, and it's sung beautifully by Maraid Sullivan. She was born on a farm in the Bantry Township of West Cork, Ireland. I know Bantry well. I've got friends there, in particular John and Dimpna Crowley, who were wonderful old friends of mine. Well, Maraid Sullivan was born in Bantry, the first of seven children. Her father was a horseman and a fine Irish singer himself, and her mum taught her many, many traditional Irish songs. When she was 12, the whole family moved to San Francisco, and then when she was 20, she travelled to Australia on a visit with her father. It was on holiday, actually, but she liked it so much she stayed on, and she's been there ever since. She's got a beautiful voice. She was brought to my attention by Steve Jacobs, the lad who first suggested doing this kind of show. And from her album, Never Drift Apart, I'm going to play you her version of Across the Borderline. I think this is totally beautiful, but let's see what you think. Maraid Sullivan. Between 
Sullivan from my album Never Drift Apart with Across the Borderline. Beautiful version of that great song. Now, some of you might know that we've had an election here in the United Kingdom quite recently, and one of the parties banged the drum long, loud and clear about emigration, blaming a lot of our woes on Eastern Europeans. And they mentioned, in particular, people like the Romanians and Poles. Well, my stepfather was a Polish tank mechanic engineer who escaped from Poland into Romania, made his way through Greece and joined the Free Polish Army in North Africa, coming here to train as a tank engineer in Scotland, and then he fought his way through Europe with the rest of the Free Polish Army, liberating France, Belgium and Germany, settling in England at the end of the war because the Russians had taken over his homeland. He brought up four children, including me, my brother and my two sisters. He worked all his life and paid taxes all his life. There were other Poles, too, who fought in the Second World War, commemorated here in a great song by Rob Johnson, 
a lad who does not pull any of his punches and says it as it is. This is a song, a tribute, if you like, to the Poles who flew their Spitfires during the Battle of Britain and very largely helped to save this country from Nazi occupation. Here's Rob Johnson with Spitfire Migrants. Well, the traffic's at a standstill From Hangar Lane to Slough There's white noise on the radio As a minister tells you how European migrants must be quoted and controlled And you look out your car window at the Spitfire Migrants War Memorial At the Polish War Memorial You hear some joker claim If traffic jams the motorways Migrants are to blame so he advocates a program to repatriate them all. Those with names like those lives numbered on the Spitfire Migrants War Memorial. Well, he climbed into their Spitfires when the fascists filled the sky. And for London and those white cliffs, these migrants fought and died. And their brothers marched through Russia to casino where they fell. For freedom, like the exiles on the Spitfire Migrants War Memorial. So far away from home They drove the fascists from the sky And now you shake hands with those fascists That wear a suit and tie And your hypocrisy and your bigotry It's an insult to us all And the memory of Kostushko Squadron And the Spitfire Migrants War Memorial Now the world seems at a standstill From Hangar Lane to Hell And there's white noise in the media And the truth gets hard to tell But your hypocrisy and your bigotry it's an insult to us all So I take my inspiration From the Spitfire Migrants War Memorial From the Spitfire Migrants War Memorial The Spitfire Migrants War Memorial 
forgot to mention when I was introducing that song that it's not been released as a single or on any album. It was recorded just before the election, and I think by the look of the video that I've seen, it was recorded in Rob Johnson's front room. Rob Johnson there with Spitfire Migrants, which I've heard is going to become UKIP's next election song. Now... People are still being forced to leave the land of their birth, and now it's not the failure of the potato crop or the oppression of the crown. It's the ultimate effect of world capitalism, which forces cheap labour to move where the market dictates. I'm not being a Marxist here. That's just the logical result of the free market. Any economist will tell you that. People listening in the UK may remember how Norman Tebbett advised the unemployed under Margaret Thatcher's regime to get on their bikes and find work. Well, here's a song about getting on your bike and riding for 10,000 miles. It's by Rich McMahon, who's emerged recently on the scene, a great singer-songwriter. comes from his album Songs of Exile, Love and Descent. This is 10,000 Miles from Dublin. again, ten thousand miles from Dublin, many are brightest young women and men, ten thousand miles from Dublin, they used to ship us to Botany Bay, branded us criminals, made us pay, but tell me what has changed today, ten thousand miles from Dublin. Far from home, ten thousand miles from Dublin. We can't blame the famine or English throne. Ten thousand miles from Dublin. They say our country is on the mend, but with a couple of houses and money to spend, it's not their children they have to send. Ten thousand miles from Dublin. These politicians of whom we speak, 10,000 miles from Dublin, are men who earn a few grand a week, 10,000 miles from Dublin, their favours freely sold and bought, gambling others cash for sport, when will they have their day in court, 10,000 miles from Dublin. It's enough to drive you out of your mind. Ten thousand 
song freshly minted 10,000 miles from Dublin from Rich McMahon's album Songs of Exile Love and Descent we've just got time for one last song and this comes from the Cajun tradition the word Cajun comes from the word Arcadians people who lived up in French Canada were Arcadians that's the maritime province where they were living and they got moved again as if they hadn't been moved already enough they got moved down to Louisiana and, of course, establish themselves there. If you want to read a great book, by the way, about music and the way it changes and the way it moves and goes from culture to culture, go and look out for Accordion Crimes by Annie Prue. It's American history told through the life story of a melodeon which starts life in Italy and then ends up in Louisiana, goes up and ends up playing German polkas and Polish waltzes and all kinds of stuff. It really is a great book. I loved it very, very much. I've read it about three times now. Accordion Crimes, Annie Prue. Well, when the accordion gets down into Louisiana, it ends up playing swamp music, Cajun music. And here is Joe L. Sonia, one of the great Cajun aces from the album Dance Music from South Louisiana, with a Cajun version of the Hank Williams song, Jambalaya, which of course is a song that Hank Williams wrote, imagining himself as a Cajun. The Cajun people took it and made it very much their own. Here's Joe L. Sonia.
Joel Sonia there with Jambalaya from the album Cajun Spice Dance Music from South Louisiana, bringing the show to a close. Thanks ever so much for listening, especially all you fellow migrants that have come from somewhere else and are now busy building roads, building bridges, nursing the sick, looking after children, bringing up your own children, just trying to get by in the world. We're all migrants on this planet. We all came from somewhere else originally. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget, spread the word, keep the faith, and mind our ego, because it's a weird old world out there, and us people need to stay together and face it together. Look after yourselves. Most of all, be kind to each other. I'm going to finish with a piece of music written by the great Tom Anderson, wonderful Shetland fiddler who wrote it one night coming home after teaching fiddle in a school in Shetland, and he noticed this winter evening on his way home back to his house that his old townland where he'd been born and brought up as a boy and used to have lots of farms on it with the lights on in the winter that you would have seen now it was in darkness because the people had all either moved away or their houses had been bought by holidaymakers he wrote this beautiful lament for a people gone it's called Das Locket Lied The Douse Light played wonderfully here by the Irish band Moving Cloud on their album Fox Love Ta-da! <laughs>